0: Welcome back to another episode of Date Night with Cancer. I am your host, Ebony, and welcome to my podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing a lot of recap details. I mean, guys, it's been four months since I started my chemotherapy treatment and I am literally at the end of the road. I mean, I have one session left. Do you know how amazing that feels to say I have one session left? I started four months of chemotherapy treatment, four months. Now we're literally at the end of the road and I am over the moon Excited because this journey has been hard. Now I'm like, okay, bring it on. Let's go. The last two months I started a new chemotherapy medication. And the reason I said new is because the last medication that I was ha- taken started having these crazy side effects where I was starting to get nerve damages, a lot of fatigue. Um, weight loss a lot of stuff started happening so of course my doctors was like you know what we're going to get you on this most expensive <laughs> I call it expensive um, new medication because the ones that you had before it's giving you all these side effects and we don't want anything to happen in the future not a problem so I went for that let's just say <laughs> it was the most expensive drug however that could Crap started making me feel worse. I had like major nerve damage. You know, even though it lasted only a week, the neurotherapy was terrible. Like everything, I was sweating, I was cold. I was, it was bad. I'm not gonna lie, it was bad. I started wearing these like these thermal socks or something. help with that i started buying neuropathy lotion and creams like i did everything the fatigue uh, was out the door i mean this drug it was expensive but it was causing a lot of problems with me for the week which after a week it was like back to basic i was fine again but i couldn't eat i hated eating everything tasted so bad and then on top of that i was having these crazy Shock waves throughout my whole entire body. And it would last for maybe like 10 to 15 seconds, then it would go away. And then it would come back again within a couple minutes or maybe an hour. It was so bad that at night, I will wake up and I will freeze my body holding on to the, the shock waves until it wears off and then I'm like, okay, I'm back to myself again. And then I'll wake up again And I would tense again because I'm like embracing my body for the shockwaves. So I had that for like a whole entire week. So I'm like, okay, how is this drug more money, but it's causing me so much agony. Even though I had those crazy side effects, I am still looking forward to just having one session left. And I'm going to emphasize that because I have one session left and I'm so excited I've been through a lot. In the last 4 months, I've been through so many changes. I've done everything. I've googled everything. I've I've been through the roller coaster. And I'm now excited to say the end is near. Now, let's hope that when I'm done with my last treatment that these doctors don't tell me I have to do radiation because this girl is not trying to do radiation. I mean, let's get rid of the boobs. I'm ready to do my bilateral mastectomy. Let's get rid of it and let me heal. I don't wanna do radiation. I think if they put me through radiation, I will cry. You guys, I will cry if they put me through radiation because I cannot go through more months of this pain. I can't, I'm just ready to just be at the end because this girl wants to be over with cancer treatment so again stay tuned guys I'm so excited even though I was just going into my little you know phase right now because I do get emotional I am so excited to say I have one session left and I'm so excited to break on my friend who's going to basically talk to you guys about her feelings and how she felt finding out that I have cancer So without any delay, as I mentioned to you guys before, I do have a guest speaker that's going to be on today's episode to share her journey, finding out that I had breast cancer and what it was like for her to experience that. So I've known this person for 20 plus years. So she's going to have some interesting topics to talk about and share with you guys. So without any further delay, I would like to introduce a close friend of mine, a sister, um, Anishka. If you're there, welcome to my show. I appreciate having you on today's episode. So come on in. The floor is yours.
1: Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hi, Ebony.
0: (laughs) Welcome to my show. How are you?
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. And I'm excited to be here to, you know, share my experience with your listeners.
0: We love you for being here. We're excited to have you here. And, you know, like I said before, I've known you for 20 plus years. I mean, that's a milestone. You're like a, a dear sister to me. And yes. we've been through a lot. We've kept this friendship for 20 years. So share with the listeners how, how we met.
1: Well, I mean, it's... I have the long and I have the short story. Like, what should I start with?
0: Um, let's get the short story because we all do it. Sh-
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, it all went back to high school. We met in physical education class, well, gym class. And, uh, you know, I just saw this girl over there didn't change for gym and I didn't change for gym and we just clicked. We just, it was like instant, you know, best friends, you know, we had a lot of things in common and um, yeah, we had a lot of great time. Yes, we did. A lot of memories that we can share over the last 20 years.
0: The gym situation was very interesting uh, because we both (laughs) We both were like two girls just showing up to the gym, like no gym attire. Like, you came None. to the gym, <laughs> you should know that you need your gym shorts and your shirt, right? We yeah, and I... regular heels. <laughs> like
1: <call> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think, you know, we bonded over more than that. You know, we were just two girls, two young girls, you know, recently migrating to America. So, We bonded over that, amongst other things. Yes, yes, yes. So I appreciate you being on this show.
0: I'm going to go forward to current situation. When I first uh, became diagnosed, you were one of the person that I shared that I was now recently diagnosed with breast cancer. And for me, it was a little hard to share that with you because I've known you for so so many years that we've never experienced something so life-changing. I remembered it felt like I was... I was in a dream. I was like, is this doctor for real? Like, are you really coming to me? I I remember hanging up on the person. I hung up the phone on her. Really? I was so, I was like in disbelief. I was like, um, she probably had the wrong number. And I remember I sat there for a good minute or two processing what she just basically told me. Right. And I had to, you know, I had to call her back, basically. I had to, like, really say, I'm right. sorry. I literally blocked out when you started talking. And can you just explain to me what you just said again? And then she started mm-hmm. explaining it to me again. And I remembered after she told me for the second time, I started bawling. I started crying. Like, why me? Like, why does it have to be me? I've been so healthy. I've been. I've done everything right that I felt. Like, I did everything right. And for this right. experience to go on for the last four months and going through this chemo, even just talking about chemo. I'm surprised that I even have the the words and the thoughts yeah. to actually explain that hey, I'm going through, you know, it's been tough and I put on the face and you know, act like it's not, but it's been a tough journey. So I'm hopeful and, that this would help someone, that this experience would help someone.
1: I absolutely think that it will because first of all, I'm I'm so proud of you for doing this. You know, I know I'm not personally going through it, but I think that your podcast is helping me understand as your friend what exactly you're going through. And I'm sure that it's helping other people that are either going through it or that has a close family member or friend that's going through it just to understand a little bit of what that person is going through. And, you know, just, just be a kind of support, you know, Mm -hmm. while they're going along this journey. Yes, absolutely.
0: I absolutely 100% agree. And I hope that my story can help someone else. And maybe not that person directly, but they know of a friend or family or someone in their circle that they know that would benefit from what I have to say on this podcast. When I actually mentioned that I had um, breast cancer, you were pretty emotional. I mean, I was emotional because I was the one that's gonna be experiencing it, but you were also emotional, like you couldn't understand why. Like, like, come on, like, why is this happening to you? So it's like to me, we all put on this face to hide what we're really feeling and not show our exact emotion. So, do you have a face? Do you put on a face when you talk to me? Do you hide what you're actually
1: feeling? I think. Uh... I don't necessarily hide it, but I do think that sometimes when I get on the phone with you, or you know, especially when I see you in person, like you don't look like you have cancer. You know, you don't act like you have cancer. You're the same Ebony that I've always known and loved, and um, you didn't. You you didn't really give me that. So I felt like, oh, my God, should I bring the fact that I'm concerned? Like, should I ask about it? Should I, you know, like, when are the times that I should ask about it? Because I don't want to be asking you every single time. You know, I don't want our relationship to be saturated with me asking about cancer all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially because, you know, you definitely you're handling this better than I ever could you know absolutely I am like Mm -hmm. when I see you I don't see that you have your wig on you have your makeup done my wig fantastic (laughs) you know I I remember a couple weeks ago when I went out with a friend of ours and uh we were just like you know let's call Eddie and we didn't give you prior warning that we were gonna call, so, you know, when we call and you answered without your wig and your makeup, and it was yes, just you
0: guys face time, yes, uh-huh. yeah,
1: I was just like, I think that's, you know, sometimes I forget that you're going through that, and that that's one time I was just like, oh my god, yes. He is going through cancer and this is how it looks behind closed doors, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I I was very happy that you answered answer the FaceTime like that because I needed to see that. I even though I know that you're strong and you're handling it, you know, the best to the best of your ability, I, I as your friend, I needed to see that side of you. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad you, you shared that with me.
0: And I'm glad that I shared that as well, because most of the time when I do speak to my friends over the phone, no one ever actually see what's behind that um that conversation. You're like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm at home most of the time and I'm not wearing a wig. I'm not wearing any makeup at all. I am as natural as ever. And there are side effects that you can see if you video chat me, you will see, oh, wow she lost all her hair. She, she has no mm-hmm. lashes, no eyebrows. I lost a few pounds, you know, mm-hmm. but no one sees that because when I leave the house, I'm just like, okay, girl, let's put the the pretty face on so no one can see right. the pain that I'm going through. No one can actually feel sorry for me because I'm going through this um, situation. I don't want to be that person that people are like, oh, I feel so bad for her. I don't want to feel that way. I want right. to be normal. So yeah, right. I do put on that mask to cover up everything that I'm actually experiencing. So yeah, that was yeah. a very interesting, interesting phone call that I was caught off guard.
1: <laughs> but I, I'm you glad you took the mask off for us though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah, I did.
0: Wow, wow, memories. Okay, when I think about my next few steps treatment, it's. It's not going to be easy. It's not because I still have to go through the process of going, of doing surgery. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. doing the chemo right now. That's what they want. They want a cure to make sure this didn't travel somewhere that it didn't spread somewhere. All these little details. And then I'm going to have to still do something at the end, which is the, the surgery. But I have concerns, you know, there are things that I still have question marks about, like, is it working? Is it not working? You know, when you say that right. it's shrinking, what do you mean by shrinking? You know, when, when you right. say that it's, you know, it's breaking up, what do you mean by breaking up? Is it going somewhere else? You know, right.
1: like yeah. Is it
0: moving around, you know? So, yeah. I mean, even though I have a little bit of issues, or thoughts behind it where I'm, I'm not a hundred percent certain, what do you think about, you know, about it? Like, what's your fear? Um, at the end of my journey,
1: what's my fear? Well, I don't know. If it fits the fear, but I—I I guess I fear the unknown. Hmm. Yeah, like I—I do I do. I fear the unknown. Um, you know, a part of me is like, Eb is a fighter. Eb is going to knock this out the park, and then there's the part where. There's unanswered questions, you know? hmm
0: No, I get it. I get there is. But all,
1: all we can do is just stay positive. And pray.
0: That's all we can do is and be pray. positive and pray. Yeah. Yeah, at the end, the outcome is successful.
1: How do you feel that you're almost at the end of treatment?
0: I am over the moon excited. Because when I first started, I was sick. I was throwing up. I lost weight. Um, I hated eating like it was so much side effects, but I didn't think it was going to be so severe, like nerve damages. Like no one told me that if you continue to have treatments over a long period of time, you might start having a little nerve damage. And, you know, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even though I, I'm getting towards the end because I have one treatment left and I'm excited Woo-hoo! about that. <laughs> I yeah. know I have one treatment left I cannot believe I've done four <laughs> months of chemotherapy treatment oh my God.
1: I can't believe that either because you have I, I I don't even see that though like you don't even complain no. I know now you're saying that you know you were going through all these things but I didn't see that mm-hmm. no yeah, I didn't like you put on such a brave front Ab. I'm really, yeah, you're really a trooper.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait to be done. Now my body can start healing. My hair can start growing back. All these stuff, side effects and everything that I lost throughout the whole process can start growing back. That's what I want is for that to come back. (laughs) I I can't imagine. I want my hair back and I want to get my lash back, my eyebrows back, you know, so. Yeah. I'm excited about being towards the end of the, um, but I still, as I mentioned before, I still have to do um, the removal, which is the surgery. So that's another right. topic in itself. But right. yeah, when I think about the listeners that's listening to my podcast, I want them to feel like, okay, here's what I have to say. Here's my experience, what I've learned along the way. Can my experience help you or someone that you may know that's experiencing breast cancer or any kind of cancer? My advice to a person is to stay strong, be confident, have strong support, um, people around you, Mm -hmm. Um, think healthy, think positive. Because when you start Mm -hmm. thinking darkness, your body started consuming the negativity. So. You have to be positive and just thankful that the Lord is with you the whole entire time because that strength is what you need to fight cancer. What advice would you give a person, myself or someone else experiencing um, breast cancer or any type of cancer?
1: Well, my advice would be after watching how you dealt with your journey, I would definitely say it has a lot to do with your attitude so Mm -hmm. if your attitude is positive you're going to have a positive outcome but if you look at it from a negative standpoint then chances are you're going to have a negative outcome so you always want to keep a positive attitude that goes for whether you're dealing with this personally or you are the support to someone who's dealing with this you always want to stay positive and i think that's you know yeah
0: no absolutely i agree with you positive gotta stay positive and be confident that you're gonna fight this because absolutely it has not been easy for me it has been a lot of ups and downs, stress um It's, it's a full package and I got the full package effect of it, but I was able to navigate. I navigate my way through the process. I've navigated my way through the ups and downs. I've navigated my way through this, you know, to the side effects. You did. And now I'm at the end. I'm at the end and I'm just going to like keep navigating my way. I've done this Mm -hmm. one. I've done this journey.
1: Mm -hmm. I'll
0: do the, I'll do the next. It's not going to change my
1: attitude at all. Being a supportive friend,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I don't know if I stress that enough how important that is for someone who's going through cancer to have a support system. Mm-hmm. you know, and if you know someone that's going you don't have to force it, you know you have to let the person come to you, and you know, whether it be going out. For coffee or something like that or going to see a show or you know support comes in different ways
0: mm-hmm.
1: absolutely sure.
0: this journey really opened my eyes to the friends that I have I mean just being diagnosed with breast cancer and sharing that with people who I thought was important to me People that was in my life that I Mm -hmm. thought were, you know, true friends or true supporters or Mm -hmm. just being there for me. Mm -hmm. I lost along the way. A lot of people couldn't handle what I was, you know, what I was going through. They They didn't understand what breast cancer was about. Yeah. They didn't know how to be a friend to me. While I went through this experience and I lost a few friends that I build and trust along the, along the past few years, I lost those friends Mm -hmm. because as soon as I mentioned that I had breast cancer and my Mm -hmm. journey and what's going to happen going forward, a lot of people just disappeared. Zero communication. Yeah. Yeah. Zero communication. That's
1: unfortunate.
0: It's, it's, it's a blessing, I would say, because they always say when you experience something so life-changing, it actually yeah. reveals who your true loyal friends will be.
1: Absolutely. And,
0: and those... as your friend, mm-hmm.
1: I'm glad that, you know, that you reached out to me um, to share in this experience with you because yeah. I would not have it any other way.
0: Absolutely. I, and I love you for that. We, you know, like I said, we're like sisters. I'm I'm yeah, certain this are. experience probably brought us even closer because, Definitely you know, did. Yeah. It, it definitely yeah. did. And those yeah. people that walked away, okay, kudos, bye. It's okay. Bye. <laughs> I, I got some new friends along the way too. I got the old friends <laughs> that I thought I had and then the ones that walked uh-huh. away and I got some new friends
1: that That's I gained true.
0: along the way. So That's true. I am happy. I am not gonna lie. I am excited. I'm almost done. Um, I cannot be more thankful for you being on this show with me today and talking about your experience and you know how you navigated this process with me. So I gotta yeah. ask you though, uh, what's your favorite podcast, by the way?
1: <laughs> um, date night with cancer, duh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page because it would be absolutely. crazy
1: if you <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. You know what? Before this, I never listened to any podcast. So you definitely brought me to the podcast world. And mm-hmm. um, I'm grateful for that. And um, I definitely think that this podcast will help a lot of people in their journey. Absolutely.
0: I hope it does because that's the whole purpose behind The whole entire show is to motivate someone else and to give them all the insights they will need to navigate their way or someone that they know way um, throughout the process or journey. And this is my journey. This is how I did my um, maneuver throughout this whole process. So, again, I am thankful that you came on my show. I am um, thank you for having me. You are so welcome and thank you for being on my show. Thank you so much.
1: And let me just say before we go that I'm so 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 very proud of you and I'm so happy to be your friend and to be supporting you in in your journey.
0: And I appreciate you being there for me throughout my journey all the way
1: and I love you for
0: that girl so love you too thank you thank you thank you for being on my podcast guys like I said before it's a journey I'm going to do this I'm going to have the support as you can see my friend was on the show a few minutes ago and she supported me all the way so I appreciate a lot of you know the positive feedback that I'm getting from all my listeners and even friends and family so With that, I am going to close my show for the day. So, guys, thank you for listening to my podcast, Date Night with Cancer. If you haven't subscribed, you can go on to my website. It's www.datenightwithcancer.com. Or you can listen to my show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You're